following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. I, as always, am EZD Derek Jaws, and I am here with the T-Wave, Taylor Sekaturski, making his long-awaited triumphant return to the show. What's going on, T? There's a lot of nicknames appeared over the last couple of weeks here. It's getting yeah. crazy. You know, I, I like it. We got, we got T-Wave, we got EZD, we got Big Diesel, and the Statman. EZD is just something special. I don't know where you pulled that out of. But that was actually uh, that actually was given to me. That was not self self employed. Uh, when Thank I got God. when I got to do some color commentary and play by play at a PBR event with some guys. Uh, one of the guys that runs that who uh, they're from either they're from like Jersey, Philly, around that area, kind of like in between over there. And uh, he just the the first time he met me, I was like, "Hey, man, I'm Derek." He's like, "EZD, what's up?" And I love it, so <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with it. Uh, yeah, I can see that. That works. So, but I don't, it's also made for some fun graphics for those of you that play the, uh, the social media game with us. I've been able to make some cool stuff with, uh, with our, with our hosts and whatnot. So that's, that's always fun. That all looks good. But, uh, we are, uh, we are about a half hour, maybe, maybe 20 minutes from kickoff here on the Thursday night game for the Bucks going to beat the bears. Uh, if you pay attention to our picks, that was pretty unanimous. Because yeah, we didn't sell short on that one. I mean, who knows? Cleo Max playing Foles is who knows? But yeah. I just, I don't know. This week was hard. I said earlier, uh, I, those games, a lot of them could have been coin flips. It's because, uh, like the Saints, the Saints don't give me any guarantees because I've seen two different, actually, I've seen three different versions of the Saints this year. One with Michael Thomas, one bad with out and one pretty decent without so i don't know who the hell the saints are oh, it's the colts are banged up on defense otherwise i like the colts but they got a lot of starters missing and i don't know if rivers can put enough points up that game might be a shootout but who knows yeah browns could consider- go browns and score 15 i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i mean especially considering you know two of his best weapons are on ir right now with two young good young receivers yeah, that 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 team on paper looks scary, but I mean, they're they're two young guys are on, you know, on the IR, and Hilton hasn't looked, you know, like anything like he was the the year that oh. he him and Luck went off. But he's getting older. He's on he, the he's on the north end. Might might even call him on the Schneid. Oh, well, that's aggressive. He doesn't sit the bench at least. That's fine. Um, so first things first. Uh, big big win down in Las Vegas down there. That stadium looks cool. It looks even yeah. cooler when the Bills winning it. I mean, everything looks cool with the Bills winning it, so I can see how that works out. But, uh, yeah, 4-0. I, uh, I don't see how you can really discredit us anymore if anyone's still doing it. I don't see a ton of it. It, certain, it certainly feels like people are on board finally and taking it seriously. So I'm not – like after week two, I'm not getting to talk about I beat the Jets and the Dolphins. I'm not having that conversation. I'm having an MVP quarterback conversation and a, a top five team in the league power ranking conversation. So, like, yeah, we're here. We're here. Yeah. Uh, I, You know, I have seen – there are are still some haters out there, just a couple of haters. Well, they all exist somewhere. A couple of haters, you know, and saying that the Rams aren't very good and neither are the, uh, neither are the Raiders. I would uh, – I would like to argue that point if humanly possible because, you know, that that Rams offense is not a joke and the Raiders have been doing some cool stuff this year too. So 
I mean, I, I can see the first two, you know, kind of be in that. I, I think the Dolphins are maybe a little bit better than, I, I mean, at least I gave them credit for. But, uh, you know, I guess we'll find out what they do against a depleted Niners team this week. But, I mean, I, I, I definitely think that, you know, a lot of people are turning heads. We've even got a pro football focus, uh, PFF, who are the original, kind of like the OG Allen haters kind of on board a little bit. So yeah, much so yeah. that they've called him an anomaly by their statistical evaluations. I, what else do you call it? Especially from where he came from. I mean, if this was baseball and these were home runs, he'd be getting tested for the juice right now. Oh God, don't say that out loud. Well, I, first <laughs> of all, you can't attribute it's, it's a different sport. I agree. So I no, I don't think that's, I don't no, even think that's in the realm of a thing. Not even, even kind of, even if it was going on, I don't think it produces those numbers from a quarterback. None of that makes sense, but I'm just, you have to call it an anomaly because what else do you point to? Like in baseball, I guess my point was they would point to steroids as a thing. Right. In this case, you just don't really, yeah, you have to start to admit the, the fact that he's evolving mentally and he's refined his game physically. That, that's all you can say is he's improved period. Yeah. I mean, the, the dude is making confident throws all over the field. His deep ball looks good. It's got touch on it. And I'm, I'm still convinced. I am so, I'm convinced that last year when we saw him airmail every deep ball he threw, he literally threw it up and said, I'm putting this ball in a spot where it's my guy or no guy. And now this year, you know, because he, he spent a lot of time on the short and intermediate stuff that people said he couldn't do. He did that last year. And now this year he worked on getting touch on all of it. And it's just, it's become a thing. I mean, you said it two games ago, we have our quarterback. And I think that, I don't think that that could be argued by anybody right now. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, it's more than touch. Uh, he's got different throws now out of different platforms and they're all different speeds. I mean, it's, it's it was one having the arm strength, but now it's knowing what arm strength to use and when to use it. And it's almost always right now. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild. It's fun. It's fun to watch. I can tell you that much. So, uh, you know, that's uh, I mean, four or five days has passed since, or four days has passed since Sunday. I think everyone's kind of beaten to the dead horse on uh, on week four. So we're gonna. Was was there anything that really stood out to you? Like any any weird uh, any weird games? Any games you didn't see? God, I I didn't see the the Thursday night game last week going as high scoring as it was. No. No, not at all. Um, I it was a high scoring per se. It's thirty seven I mean, well, twenty eight. It was it was twenty. They did put garbage points up at the end there. Yeah, no, I guess I didn't see that. I saw Fitz having a good day. That's probably more than I would have expected. But when I picked the Dolphins, I picked Fitz, so I can only be so surprised by that result. Um, a, the Cowboys, they're my favorite team in the NFL. That's fun. <laughs> I'm still convinced that, uh, I mean, you know, we, we might see a change at quarterback, even though the stats don't say we will. But I, I just – I don't think they want to play for him. I, I don't know why. I think I, I think that team does not like Dak for one reason or another. That, that may or may be right, but you're never going to see them – McCarthy is not going to start his tenure in Dallas by fucking around with Dak Prescott. <laughs> it's just not going to be a thing. Cause he, uh, I, I mean, just want it it's so just, bad. If, if it was Garrett's 35th year as a coach, sure. I could sign on to that idea. I could see that possibly happening, 
But there's no way McCarthy is going to risk his entire career by fucking around with their back. No, it's not happening. Go by Andy Dalton and Mike McCarthy in Dallas. No, <laughs> knock it off. I want it. I w- listen, if they lose to the Giants, it's happening. No. Yeah, the Giants suck. Absolutely not. I, okay, no, no, I, no. <laughs> I, they could get shut out by the Giants. I don't think Dak gets sat. Uh, I just want to, listen, I, if I go one for two on my bold claims, because Kareem Hunt is now the, the load bearer in Cleveland, and it's granted it happened because of an injury, but it still happened. I don't care. I'm claiming a win on that one. If I go one for two <laughs> on these bold claims, I'm good with it. I was, uh, it's speaking of, it's I was, not I was, the most far fetched idea. I, I guess is my, the only thing stopping it is McCarthy. Like it's the situation of having a bad season and sparking your team and putting in a backup quarterback. It's not far fetched for any of the teams in the NFL, really, outside of maybe what, four or five. But it, because of the situation, it will never happen. Well, I got one more week to be right. So, but, uh, I'm rooting for you. I mean, someone's got to. I uh, I was a little surprised too. I mean, we just we just mentioned the uh, the potent offense of the Rams, and they only put up seventeen on the Giants. So, who knows? Maybe the Giants got something figured out. But the Rams got they have Goff in. I don't know. Have you ever put stock in him? No. Okay. I I don't think he's bad, but he isn't consistent enough for me to hang my hat on him. And then. You know, the running game exists sometimes, but Henderson's hurt. I don't, you know, it's golf. I don't, not, he's inconsistent, period. Mr. Trubisky had great games. So did golf. Great. whoop you do Yeah, and I, I think the biggest knock on golf has always been the fact that he doesn't always know what he's looking at. And when he doesn't have uh, McVay in his helmet, it becomes a problem. But Oh, yeah, if you detach them, golf is in trouble. Golf becomes the next Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Yeah, with that long ass throwing motion, Jared Goff is is Blake Bortles without Sean McVay. Who's starting for the Broncos this week? Is Bortles ready to go yet? Or are they are they are they starting Teddy Ruxpin again? Teddy Teddy Ruxpin? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, You're welcome. I have not heard. I have not heard. Well, I mean, Rippin got him a win. So do you really? Do you shove Bortles in there without knowing the offense, or do you just have ripping on maybe a short leash? I can't see you starting Bortles. That doesn't make sense. I agree. I just I, I think it's that's a- not like you picked up Jay Cutler, like when that happened a couple of years ago. That was somebody who was more ready to play, I think, even though it was Jay Cutler. But that's because he had talent, so you knew at least he was going to throw the ball around the yard and he was going to make some plays. Bortles doesn't have that about him, so I don't think you can stick Bortles in there without knowledge of the offense. Very true. I, I mean. I, I would I would be interested to see it happen. I, I don't think it does, but I mean he's been been there for two weeks now, so this is this is week two for him. Um, I would be intrigued to see. I mean they got the Patriots this week. I would be I would be intrigued to see it. I don't think it happens, but you know who knows. Yeah, I mean then that I didn't even think about that. You're going to go up against Belichick. You you're stupid if you throw Bortles in there. Yeah, a little. Let, for especially let, Billy's seen him how many times now? Oh my god, it's a nightmare. Just you know, let him run around. Let him just do. Let, let him do the thing that he did that took him to an or an AFC Championship game in 2017. Yeah, ran the ball down our throat. Yeah, pretty much. 
That game, that game sucked. It was so bad. It was fun to be there, though. It was, it was cool. Oh, Jackson, course, yeah. Jacksonville as a yeah, city kind of sucks. Uh, unimpressive. Unimpressive. Well, I mean, we only saw a part of it, but very true. I don't need. I don't need to go back. I can tell you that. I don't need to double dip on that one. No, no I can just cross it off the list. Yeah, all the Duval County, really. Oh, worst chant in sports. Oh, God, yeah, I'd rather have a soccer chance, and I mean it. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. I'll I'll sign off on that one. Perfect. Text Weepskies. Tell let them let them know. Put them on the board. Yeah, I'll ask him for his top three. We can, uh, or maybe I'll. You know what? I'll let Weepskies do a small bracket, six on six, oh, six there you each go. side. Yeah, and yeah. then and then maybe his people can do a thing and uh, send it our way. We'll uh, we'll break it down. Yeah, I like it. Perfect. So uh, perfect. Really change it up out here. COVID's yeah. getting weird. Oh God, COVID, COVID got weird a long time ago. Speaking of the, uh, we we literally just got wind here that the Bills Titans game has been pushed from Sunday at one to Tuesday at six, and that in turn moves our Thursday night game to Sunday, uh, time to be determined, I believe, and that kind of sucks because we lose a prime time game against the defending Super Bowl champions. We now the Titans are now on essentially a two full week bye. Granted, they haven't been able to practice legally, um, but I mean, two two weeks to get fresh, two weeks to heal up, and we're going to see them on a Tuesday and the defending Super Bowl champs on uh, four days later. So this is interesting. Yeah, it's all very interesting, and I guess I mean you sit around and you just hope it doesn't happen to you, and then of course it does, which. Wouldn't wouldn't be builds if it did. Now I'm happy that we're not the ones causing this situation. Uh, if for now, I'll give a testament to our uh, organization and locker room for keeping our heads on straight and not doing stupid shit. I hope that's why we're all healthy. Uh, I can't say the same about the Titans. That's for sure because clearly, stupid shit is in their nature. Um, I don't. don't I understand Titans having more time almost feels like a bye week to them, which they did technically use theirs, but their facility has been closed. So yes, they've been resting, but nobody's getting any of the treatment they should be getting because they can't be there. So I give that six and one half and the other. Like what? Right. Sure. They're, they're at home sleeping and stuff, but they're not getting, you know, the full on attention for 12 hours at a facility. Yeah, you're you're gonna go if you're lucky and you go two days straight without a test. You get to go to your facility Sunday, maybe That's, Saturday. Yes, uh, I read Sunday is the earliest they could go in, and they need obviously no positives tomorrow, being Friday and Saturday. And then you know, so you get to practice Sunday, Monday, and obviously Monday is not going to be very heavy. It's not like you're going to be conditioned to go hit people on Monday because you got to play on Tuesday. I don't see either one of those days being heavy because you got to install. Yeah. You got, so you got to do an install and then you got to do. So they're going to install walkthrough, probably go back in, install some more, maybe do a, I doubt it. And then, you know, the day before is just a straight up walk. Yeah. They probably put pads on this week. I I mean, so, so they're going to come in and play a damn good bills team with mental prep. Like are they are they doing team Zoom calls right now? Like oh, that, oh, this, is, I mean, this is what we're doing. You know they're doing. So yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. We can't call Sunday install because it's being installed right now. They're prepared to play us. So that's you're right. They're getting mental reps in, but 
two days together. And so anyone who's heard or needs a treatment is wasting a Sunday right there. And, I mean, are you really going to bang pads two days before a game? I mean, not. I mean, maybe. Maybe Sunday they hit a little. But that's not going to be – I don't think that's going to be full go. No, and it's going to be two full weeks now since your last game speed rep. I mean, if I'm, if I'm Buffalo yeah, in that the game – last time I'm, you got hit in the mouth. Yeah, if I'm Buffalo in that game, I'm coming, I'm coming out with the pedal to the floor and say, well, let's see how good your conditioning is with two weeks off outside of your facility. Yeah, I hope Moss is healthy because we can just stuff them down their throat, put them on their heels early. Instead of with somebody who hasn't hit, I mean, look at what happened to what was that Navy, the opener of college? It was yeah. Navy or Army, and they didn't hit all off season, and they just got walked all over. You can't can't just turn that crap on. No, and I and I think that's why we're seeing already this year some of the scores that we've seen. I mean, looking through last week. Almost every single one, two. No, oh, there's 20 plus and 30 plus all over the place. There were two games last 40s week. 40s in there. Yeah, there were two games last week that neither team hit the 20 mark. And it was the Rams against the Giants. And where'd the other one go? Uh, the Colts against the Bears. Like everything yep. else is 20s, 30s, and some 40s. A lot of it. I mean, points. Yeah. I mean, it's already designed for the offense in the first place. So, and, and, now, you, and I, now you took, I mean, I take away the preseason all you want and everything else, but all the OTAs, all the stuff that they do all summer long into the fall, into the preseason, it keeps your defense up to speed. And uh, the defense, like, defense has been lacking this year, and it's because they're not getting, they didn't get the game speed reps because you're not going kill shot on your own team. Yeah. yeah, seeing stuff on paper and seeing it in front of your face live with people moving, they're two different things. And once you put them together, they're very similar, but you have to have done them both. You can't, you know. So that, on defense, you have seen it on paper all week. When you see it for the first time, you're a second behind it still. You register it, but you're behind it because you didn't see it in practice. So that's offenses are just ahead. And as long as they're not overly repetitive and have a good game plan, defenses – are going to be behind for the majority of a game. Yeah. Unless I, you're just flat out bad offensively. I mean, I, I think we're still probably two weeks away from defenses kind of catching up to where the offenses are and being ready to play, we'll say, yeah, compared to where I mean, they usually are. I Yeah, two weeks is probably good. It might maybe even after this, because you got to think about a preseason is four games long. They What do they play? game and a half worth ish out of that and in, in assuming time constraints you're talking starters are going to play three out of four of the games and really one of the dress rehearsal where they play a half so maybe a, not even a full game right so and then week one always is parody city because no one's really done anything so as far as i'm concerned there's five preseason games four and then week one so this obviously game time everyone's had a lot more of it but i think there's something to be said about, like you said, the lack of beginning. So it's taking longer to get into shape. And I, the process of learning, I think, is taking a backseat to uh, bodies catching up to the beating, in which once everybody gets used to the routine of getting beat up every week, which is probably a good estimation of next week, week after, then you'll start to see the learning curve come back a little bit because they're not so focused on just being able to get out on the field. Right. 
And that's that, and that's exactly why I put it around week six or week seven is because it takes, I mean, yeah, okay, four weeks for preseason. You only play about a game if you're a starter. And, you know, but again, all the OTAs, all the all the stuff in the pre you know, before preseason games that's that get you ready to do those things, then you get that game over four weeks. And then week one is that weird parody week where now we got to see it at full speed for a full game. And so that's five weeks plus two to three weeks of doing it full speed in practice prior to all of that. Uh, so we're, we're still behind. We're still catching up. And I think it's funny as hell that we're going to be, like I said, I think week seven, all of a sudden you see like, huh, now there's only two or three games going into the thirties and most of them sticking around the 20 to 23 mark. Yeah. It's a lot of thirties. I mean, I'm, High 20s is today's NFL consistently, but the 30s and 40s, it does seem to be a little plentiful. So looking into uh, looking into some week six here, and uh, truth be told, if you've made it this far in the episode, it's probably going to be a little bit quick because there is a Thursday night game that I believe we both kind of want to get to watching. And, yeah, it has started here. I always forget it's a 8.20, not a, an 8.30 here. So uh, we'll uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of kick through this, but Bills Titans. I if if they play on Tuesday, I don't see the Titans being ready to keep up. Um, yeah, I think this game would have been a lot more intriguing had everything been on schedule. But outside yeah, of I, uh, rest or not, whatever you want to call it, I consider let's go rest equals rust, and the Titans just. They're a good team, and if they could run the ball, control some clock, and keep us off the field for a little bit they have a chance to stay in it but i don't see how we lose one i really it's just we have too much firepower for it right. and i'm happy about saying that because it's it's i'm not used to it so usually this game would be a 50 50 to me but i just feel like now i have too much firepower and i can't lose these games yeah this this is one that i i think if we lose this one it's going to be a big disappointment just because of the way it's set up absolutely Absolutely. It's going to be, and it would be worse than if we had just lost with a normal schedule. Cause I think you can shake that one out to the Titans, obviously being a good football team, but with the situation, I agree. It's going to look bad on us if we don't win this game for sure. Yeah. That if, if we don't, if we don't win this one, I think this comes back as a, okay, the bills are that fool's gold for whatever reason. Well, that's the conversation is going to come up immediately. That's for sure. So then you're talking about what do you look like against the chiefs and I can tell you I can justify a loss against the Chiefs if I'm 5-0 and as opposed to 4-1 and going into the damn game. So, I mean, this is like yep. we talk about these years when we knew we couldn't beat the Patriots, so we needed to win these other games, so that way when we got to New England, we could afford the loss. That's not exactly what this is, but what this is is KC, without question, is a coin flip game that I can't sit here and say I have enough firepower to win that game. That's a very good team. So I can't say that, which makes this game, especially in this situation, more important because I need to be 5-0 and going into that, going, whoop you do I lost to the Chiefs. I'm 5-1. and I'm fucking still in first place. Handily, everything is great, and I feel good about my team. But 4-2 and two with back-to-back losses is going to feel very bad. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's not where you want to be for sure. So this is yeah. – I, I don't want to call it a must-win. It's a bad 4-2. Yeah, and I don't want to call this a must-win because it's not, but at the same time, it feels like it is because of the back-to-back. You know, going coming back on short rest against the Chiefs doesn't help. If yeah, it, period. I have to get one of these, and this is the easier game, which is kind of what makes it not, like you said, not a must-win. But a should. If, like, if a, I look at it and go, I, I need one or two, then this is the one I need. Period. Yeah, because that makes the other one gravy. 
and uh, you know, I, 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 I think, I think we covered it. I think we hit it on the head there. Um, you know, I, I would love to see Moss on the field. I know uh, we just put, um, I'm blanking on a name. I got nothing for you. Cornerback. We just put him on IR. Oh, I didn't see. Where have I been? Levi Wallace. There it is. Wallace. I was going to say Wallace was the only one that got hurt on Sunday, so that would make sense. Yeah, we uh, we activated somebody from the practice squad, and we put Wallace on the IR, which means Norman is going to get the start in that position. Wallace on the that three-week action or whatever it is? Um, I think regardless, the IR this year is a three-week minimum. Okay, uh, I, I, I think thought they so. Just, I, I think they just changed that as a whole for the right. year. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so you could put a COVID player on it and not get burned for it. Right. Right. So, okay. Um, I mean, outside well, of that, Norman had a good game. So he, he nah, I, obviously I would like to have Wallace in the lineup still, but it's nice that I, I no longer have the huge drop off in cornerback if I'm missing one, which last year I couldn't totally say the same. Right. So that uh, is a positive. If, if memory serves, that means we should have Trey White on one side, uh, Taron Johnson on the other, and then Norman in the slot when we go to that, that formation. Yep. Johnson had a decent game last week. Yeah, he's. Uh, I I remember we were sitting there. I was like, I feel like I haven't seen him this year, and then he was all over my screen. So yeah, sure was. But uh, it's going to be uh, going to be interesting because I, you know, looking through the rest of these games now. Obviously, we have the Thursday night game underway, and it looks like it is still nothing, nothing with about ten and a half left in the first quarter. And looking forward to the rest of the week, uh, the Jags and the Texans should be an interesting game. Uh, Deshaun Watson, after telling Bill O'Brien to lose his number. And awesome. taking on, you know, awesome. taking on the, uh, you know, his his first game with not Bill O'Brien holding him back, hopefully, against the Minshew mania, who you know has looked a little suspect the last couple of weeks. But Ro- Romeo Cornell getting yeah. another HC job. Yeah, got to give him another kick at the can. I forgot Romeo Cornell was still in the league. I think he, I think a lot of people did. Yeah, the name really caught me off guard. <laughs> I had like New England PTSD. It was weird. Right. <laughs> um, I, I I don't know about you, but I feel like this, this week is going to be a week that the that the Ravens look like they did against the Dolphins last year uh, with the Bengals run defense being not so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you feel too as soon? I, I kind of do. I think, you know, I just I, don't. Go ahead. I, well, I guess my, my – I've said this before, and I'll say oh, why. Like, you're not going to win, so what is the point? What's the point of putting him in there? Especially especially, coming off a physical injury that involves your lower body. So what, it, what hurts me from letting him hang out and let Fitz get beat up and sit – and, and I, I'm going to call Fitz a consummate pro. So who would you rather have him sit behind than Fitz? Let him watch. You know, the the only thing I could think is going into this week, you know, the Niners are beat to shit. So maybe this would be a week to give him a shot against a team that's not, I mean, they, they, they don't have Bosa out there. You know, half that team is still beat, you know, beat up and not playing. So who knows? Maybe, maybe this would be the week that you're like, ah, it's kind of a depleted Niners team. Maybe I'll give two a shot, but I, then I don't it can't, know. You can't go back. That's that's very true. So even if it's a halftime, well, I mean, no, I don't think you can go back. I've seen people do it, and I think it's it's bad. 
So if if the Dolphins look like shit and Tua goes in at half, you're going to tell me next week Fitz starts again? No, you've now signed up for your boy to go out there and get beat up on a. It's a bad football team. Now they're on the they they have signs of life and they look way better than we gave them credit for. But what you're just I don't understand getting people beat up like that. If you don't have somebody a good line in front of you to at least stand up, see the field, and take real mental reps. Because if you're just running for your life all the time, you're not learning shit. There's a difference. And I understand you want to get live game reps, and there's nothing that can replace that. So you can have the argument of, well, you got to learn under fire. Learning under fire is one thing. Learning under chaos is another. That's so that's bad to me. For sure. Um, you know, I, and I think, I, I think they, I, I would like to assume that I, they have Tua in a situation like we tried to have Allen in his rookie year of you're not going to play. You're, now the goal is to not see learn. And, you know, Fitz, Fitz is smart enough to stay healthy that I don't think he runs into the issue of our, all of our quarterbacks getting killed. So, oh, well, I guess you're starting now, kid. And, you know, later that year we end up seeing Joe Webb win a football game for us, which happens to get referenced on the show almost every week. Heard that. But uh, Heard that. if Tua starts this year, I would like it to be like in the last four games when the Dolphins are 0-12. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with that. Sure, sure. Go out there. It's I mean, now I really have nothing to play for, and I can actually just – I've already lost, so I can focus on developing you, which means I can call plays a certain way for you, babysit you, because I don't care about winning the game. I'm just here to guide Tua for four games and get ready for next year. Sure. You want to play that game? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to have an air horn on the sidelines, and when I hit, when I count to 3-1,000, I'm going to blow that air horn, and if that ball's not out of your hand, you're benched. <laughs> yeah. Like, take a knee, because if you get hit, I mean, this is your red jersey horn. I'll, I'll yeah. Yeah, there you go. Hey, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, you're getting the timing on slants, stops, and screens in the NFL, kid. Figure it out. Oh. Well, it'll play eventually. It'll probably be too soon, and I'll probably be wrong, so whatever. That's fine. Uh, listen, we, uh, we've been wrong before, and we kind of eat crow when we do, but I, you know, I was bored the one day, and I put on the background episode one. It's 18 minutes long on YouTube, the original OG episode one, and we hit the nail on the head that entire episode. So yeah. I don't want to hear it because we may be wrong sometimes, but for the most part, we're pretty close. Yeah, we uh, we do have pretty decent, whether they're predictions or foresight, whatever you want to call it. But a lot I like of the, the term things, foresight. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, there's there's so many variables. So you can have these opinions. And I was listening to the show from the Bulldog the other day, and uh, I'll give them credit because they were talking about Alan and how, you know, he's he's here and so many people said he wasn't the guy and blah, blah, blah. And they just, they kind of drifted back to, it's just, you just don't know. And we can sit here and have our opinions and thoughts and all the reasoning and logic behind it. But at the end of the day, you just don't know. So it's, it's fun to have these opinions and it's fun when they're right and it sucks when they're wrong. But at the end of the day, they could all be wrong and they could all be right. Really. Yeah. You got nothing to do with it. Your your opinion is just a guess at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, basically all we do, and whether it's us, you know, on our own little uh, on our own little show on the network here, or if you're paid big bucks to sit next to Booger McFarlane on ESPN and talk about football, all we do is take our experience and things that we've seen and try to make a formulated, somewhat educated, educated guess, really. And sometimes you hit, sometimes you don't. So, 
Although I have some coworkers. We're the weatherman of sports. <laughs> I have uh, I have a couple couple coworkers that'll tell you they're rooting for me to be right with the whole Dak Prescott thing because they're going to try to push for me to be get a job on ESPN if I was. So, well, you know what? You'll be the only one who said it this year. I can promise you that. <laughs> That's why I'm hoping somebody somebody pay somebody in Dallas. I, I need a guy. Somebody give me a guy. <laughs> Uh, other other interesting matchups this weekend, um, you know, the, the Raiders and the Chiefs, I'm interested to see how, you know, how that one plays out because that might give us, you know, you'd, you'd like to think that that's kind of a measuring stick game for like where we'll be next week. Yeah, I can understand that. It's, uh, and that's the fun part about the NFL is you can, you, you're guessing on these measuring sticks too because right. There's something to Maybe be said match for matchups. Yeah, exactly, exactly. On paper, you can do well. He beat him. You beat him. So you're, that's great. But that's not. He's still going to play the game on Sunday. So, it's always fun to look at those. And obviously, you got to take some stock in it because otherwise, you you got to build confidence somehow outside of winning games. So, but yeah, I hope the Chiefs smoke the Raiders, and I hope I beat the Chiefs, and I just look awesome all the way around. And <laughs> agreed. Yeah, I mean, I beat the Chiefs. I'm going to the Super Bowl, right? Like, there's no – I'm done. I don't have any other conversations for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you, you beat the Chiefs, you're automatically in the conversation. Yeah. And I and I think inadvertently everybody just shuts up about the Bills. I think they just look and be like, oh, all right. Yeah. I, you're not going to discredit me, that's for sure. No. By any you, means. At that point, you let Bills Mafia have all their broken tables and everything else and everyone who hates us. Bon Jovi, our name was in Bon Jovi's mouth again this week, which pissed me off. Yeah, right. I'm going to tell you, he's not worth my breath. No, I, I, I want to put him through a table. Yeah, no kidding. The hard way. His stupid hair first. <laughs> I like I it. I tell you what, if we beat the Chiefs, uh, I call on the Mafia to – rush Cuomo's office and end his fucking ride. <laughs> yeah. It's, we, it's time look, to just crash the place. Yeah. We, we beat the chiefs and we can't be there to see it because we should be. Um, I got a stack of steel tables that man can go through. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Bill, Bill's mafia descends upon the mayor's office. The mayor. <laughs> <laughs> For, the, for those playing the home game, I came across a conversation today where two people were calling Governor Cuomo the mayor of New York. The mayor so, of New York City. The mayor of, it was the mayor of New York State. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's even gooder. Yeah. Way more gooder. The mayor <laughs> of New York gooder. State. Oh, um, con- continuing, yeah. <laughs> continuing down our football talk here, uh, the, that Colts-Browns game you touched on is going to be fun. Uh, the Chargers-Saints game is going to be fun. What in God's name is going on with the football team in Washington and their quarterback situation? Uh, you know, I I don't I don't, don't I'm worried about Rivera. I really am. <laughs> and obviously, he's going through some stuff. He uh, he's battling the cancer, which sounds very positive. Uh, yep. From just how, how close he is to being done with what it sounds like. So great, and I'm not. Obviously, I'm not him. I'm not going to sit here and use it as a crutch or say it, but what is going on in his mind? Because I, you can't, you can't come out and say that Allen's a better quarterback. The worst part is Haskins not even second string. Well, see, that's 
I, that move doesn't bother me so much. Uh, and I understand why it looks bad, but it doesn't bother me so much because I can tell you who is a better quarterback than Haskins without seeing him play for two years is Alex Smith. So it doesn't bother me yeah. one bit. If Smith is good to go and he's just been sitting around doing nothing but reading playbooks, sure, I'll take Alex Smith. I would have said Smith could have started. Maybe he's just not 110 in his head yet with his body. But for you to play Haskins for three weeks and then say it publicly that Kyle Allen is a, like you, what he said was you have a better quarterback on the roster. Why wasn't he starting then? Right. Don't give me the, if you're not going to play better, we got to pull you. And then the next week say you got a better quarterback on the right. Like you're Spears freaked about it on ESPN. And I was 110% on board because it's just, it looks like you set your boy up to fail, which was fine. We could have let that slide, but then you turn around and backhanded him with the comment that made no sense. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, cause it's not like Kyle Allen wasn't a starter in the league last year because he was. Yeah. So you could have made the argument and he didn't do terrible over there. He didn't do terrible in Carolina. I mean, you could have made that argument early if you wanted to, but you went with Haskins and just left him out to dry essentially it's just – and it was – how how it happened was unnecessary. All you had to do was pull him and start on. Done with yeah. that. I didn't need the just, comments just, about you need to play better or I'm going to pull you. Didn't need to hear that. Yeah, and pull, pull I him didn't and need the move second. on. And just leave it at he wasn't getting the job done. Yeah. It's that easy. You give me the – it's what's best done. for the football team bullshit. Like, just give me the line. Why are you talking so much? <laughs> it's good for me because I can talk about it now. Right. But looking at you, it's like just, just shut up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. looking at like at Donnie. Just stop talking, man. Too far. <laughs> put the put the Twitter phone down. Yeah, you had it already. Why'd you have to keep talking? <laughs> uh, I just I saw it. and I'm like, you know what? Like getting him pulled, and I, you know, I would almost rather say, you know what? I, the kid's a better athlete. He's a better quarterback. I that's what we said when we started him. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna wait till Alex Smith is the guy that I can plug in there because you know Alex Smith is for no other terminology an elite game manager. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I don't think he's gonna go win you football games on his shoulders the way you know your upper echelons, your Mannings, your Breeze, your Brady's do. Yeah, which or is unfortunate because he has the athletic ability to his brain just won't let him. He's so ingrained in the intermediate and short game and he's very good at it, but he's got a West coast brain and he doesn't know how to see anything past 20 yards down the field. So eventually the field gets small because the defense just gets sick of these slants and bullshit and they close in on him. but he has the ability to do it. I wish somebody would just break him out of his damn shell. Well, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe this time off kind of gave him that maybe, you know, yeah, he goes, fuck it. I got nothing left to give. I'm throwing bombs all day. Yeah. I got, I got nothing to lose. That's his best hope. Yeah, listen, every every snap I take, I'm lucky to be taken. So tell you what, he does that, he's gonna look like Kurt Warner. Uh-huh. Without question. If he lets the ball fly, he's going to look like Kurt Warner. I I just want him to come into a game, lead him to a win. You know what? Uh, let him let him do it this week against the Rams, lead him to a W, and then I want him in a post-game show. Dwayne fucking Haskins lost his job. I whacked him. <laughs> I just, I want it. I want it so bad. Oh my God. You're oh, all that's walking. good. That's, that's, that's an easy D original. 
Yeah, that is easy, D. I don't know how you top that in this show. That's, oh, my God. You know what? We're keeping it short and quick. We can cap it right there if you want. I think you have to after <laughs> that. That's money. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's how we call it a day. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Again, this was a, a short one. It's, next week's going to be interesting because usually we try to do this on Wednesday or Thursday, and there's a Bills game on a Tuesday now, which means yeah, God knows we'll I'm going to be hungover on Wednesday. We'll have a post-game and a pre-game talk all in one day. It's going to be you, busy. You know what? We, we, we could probably set that up. We could probably find a way to do a pre-game video and a post-game podcast. Yeah. Oh, of course. I just I got to. an idea. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone I'm the idea guy. Yeah. Just Sleep on it. Yeah. So, all right, boys and girls, thanks for tuning in. As always, I am EZD. Joining me today is my guest host, T-Wave, and we are out of here.